Good morning, good morning, good morning, good morning, good morning, everyone. Um, good, morning. Uh, good morning, well and daughters. This is Apostle Joanne C. Hall. I will be bringing forth the word of encouragement this morning. Um, if you all don't mind, let's go before the Lord in prayer before we enter the word of God. Father, I just want to thank you for this beautiful moment. I want to thank you, Father, for just keeping us throughout the night and into the early mornings of the day. I want to thank you, Father, for all that you have done so far. So far, you kept us all throughout the week. And, Father, we just give you the glory and honor and praise on this morning. Father, I magnify your name and I glorify you, God, because you are God, and you are God all alone, all by yourself. And I just thank you, Father, for this opportunity. I thank you, God, for your presence. I thank you, God, for your love. I thank you, God, for your strength. I thank you, God, for your peace. I thank you, God, for your merciful, God. You are consistent. You persistent. You never change. You always the same. You today, you tomorrow, you forevermore, God. And, God, I just love you. I appreciate you. I adore you. I thank you, God, for all that you're doing, God, all that you're going to do, all that you're starting to do, all you're doing even now as I speak to you, Father. And, God, I'm just honored and I'm grateful and I'm appreciative for you, Father. You are such a faithful, faithful, faithful Father. Yes, God, mm, you remain consistent. What you say is what you do. You change not. You today, tomorrow, and forevermore. You are the Alpha and the Omega. You are the beginning and the end. You are in between and everything. You start, you finish, and you restart again. You are God mm, and all by yourself. I thank you, Father, for everything that you're doing. I thank you for a sound mind. I thank you for the blood floating through our bodies, floating through my body, God. I thank you, God, for giving me ears to hear, a heart to be open, to be receptive to hear you, God. Thank you, God, for even seeing a ranch like me that you came and you stored for me, God. Thank you for picking me up, cleaning me up, God, and turning me around, God. Thank you for sight, God. Not just natural, but spiritual sight. Thank you for a Thank you for the blood that still flows through my body. Yes, God, in the name of Jesus. And I exalt you this morning, God. I give you glory and honor because you are God and God alone. Your name has power. Your name reigns. Your name rules. It goes in every, everything. Your name subject to things. Your name remove things. Your name, your name, your name, your name. And we give you glory on this morning. We magnify your name today, God. We don't just seek you for your, your hands. We seek you for you, God. And, Lord, I give you glory on this morning. I magnify you, God. God, I thank you for what you're doing in this time, God. I thank you for what you're doing on today. This is the day that the Lord has made. Thank you for brand new day, brand new mercy, brand new mercy. What you did yesterday, what you did an hour ago, what you did 24 hours ago is different from today. Brand new day. 
And God, I thank you for your mercy. I thank you for living in the land of the living. I thank you for another opportunity to do your will. I thank you for another chance. And I exalt you this morning, Daddy. Father, I'm a father. And I thank you, Daddy, for what you're getting ready to say and do today. Every hour, every minute, every second of this day that you granted unto me, that you granted to every individual under the sound of my voice. And we exalt you today. We magnify you today. And we thank you on today, God. Father God, I come to you humbly as I know. I come with a heart of repentance in the name of Jesus Christ. Your word says in First John and 1 and 9 that we should confess because we all fall short of your glory, God. That's what your word said, God. We can't come to you without repenting for what we have done. Yes, God, in the name of Jesus. So, Lord, I ask you that you forgive me for all my transgressions and iniquity, God. Sins of omission and commission. Knowing and unknowing things that I have done. Unaware and aware. Inattention, knowing that it grieves your spirit, God which caused us to be in disconnection, which caused me to be in disconnection to your will. And, Father, Lord, I ask you right now that you will search me, oh, God. Search, search, search my mind, my heart, my soul, my will, God. Remove everything and everything that will hinder me from coming in connection with you, from coming into communion with you, God. Lord, I can't do anything apart from you. Without you, I'm nothing. I need you every second, every moment, every minute. Every time I breathe, I need you. Lord, I ask that you forgive me for falling short of your glory, God. Forgive me for not displaying you properly, God. Forgive me for how I have my fleshy ways, God. I lay it at your feet this morning, God. My ways, my attitude, my behavior, my actions. When no one is around, you see me, God. And, Lord, I, I need you, God. I can't do anything without you. Yes, God, so, Lord, I ask you forgive me. Forgive me, Lord, because it matters to you, God. And your relationship with me is important. Nothing else matters beside you, God. And I can't breathe without you. I can't move without you. I can't function without you. So, Father, Lord, I ask you to forgive me, God. Forgive me, Father, in the name of Jesus Christ. God, I ask that you go into my heart, God. Remove the stony heart and give me a heart of flesh. In the name of Jesus. And, Lord, I don't want the human heart. I want the heart of God. Lord, I ask you, grant me a new heart. Yes, God, in the name of Jesus, I want a God heart in Jesus' name. Yes, God, 
So I can do what you want me to do. I can move the way you want me to do. I can yield the way you want me to yield. I can surrender the way you want me to surrender. I can obey the way you want me to obey in Jesus. And Lord, I ask you right now to bring my mind under submission, God. I plead the blood of Jesus over my thoughts. I ask you that you lay your hands on my mind. Over my mind in Jesus' name. Over my continent and my neurons, I plead the blood of Jesus. That my mind come under submission to your will and your will alone, God. That it don't move through anything else but Jesus. In Jesus' name. That my mind and my heart is in sync. They're in sync with you and you alone. Yes, God. Where my heart go, my mind go. Where my mind go, my heart. And they come into oneness. Oneness with you alone and only you. It don't submit to my flesh. It only submits to your spirit in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. And, Father, Lord, I thank you for the promise keeper, the Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit, you are welcome. Holy Spirit, you are welcome. Holy Spirit, you are welcome. You may come in. I submit. And I yield my spirit unto you. In the name of Jesus Christ. Father, Lord, I ask that you move through this call. Move through this line. And God, even when they hear this message, God, that you move through the airways and the atmosphere. Your course, in Jesus' name, that they will have a heart to hear. And God, just two sons and daughters, they know you by your spirit, God. So, God, I thank you, God. They will walk in you, and they will be in tune with you when they hear your word, God. Yes, God, in the name of Jesus Christ. So, Lord, I thank you right now, God, for you moving in the midst of this conversation that I'm having with you this morning. I'm having with your daughters in Jesus' name. God, I ask that you cover everything on this call, everything that will be said, God. I decrease so you may increase. You move the way you see it fit. God, because you know what your daughter is standing need on today, God, in Jesus' name, God. And, God, I continue to yield to you to freely move through me. I give you permission and access. Move how you feel like moving. Up and down through me, God, because you belong. This belongs to you. I'm just a vessel for your glory and your glory alone. In the name of Jesus Christ, have your way up and down through me. In the name of Jesus Christ. And God, I give you the glory, I give you the honor, and I give you the praise for all that you're getting ready to say and do in this moment. And this is my prayer. In the name of the Father, in the name of the Son, in the name of the Jesus Christ, in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, in Jesus' name, in Jesus' name, and Jesus' name, 
Amen. Amen. Good morning, good morning, good morning, well and daughters of the King. Good morning, good morning, good morning once again. I just give God glory and honor for what he's doing in the land of the living on today. Um, I thank God for this honor and privilege for allowing me to come before you all once again. Um, I give God glory for just being able to do what he's doing in me and through me. It's all the glory to God and God alone. So as I was preparing before the before you, before the people to see what the Lord wanted me to share with the body. I asked God what did he want me to share. Um, you know, I, I communicate, you know, um, I minister and I talk to people constantly all the time. And the one thing that I come to realize is it's good to go God's way and not your way. And the reason I say that because the Lord already know what the people need. And if you honor and yield and obey to God, it won't be as difficult to do what God called you to do. It only becomes difficult when we choose to do our way and not God's way. So with that being said, um, this morning... I am going to give my title and everything last, um, and I want to just give the word. Um, for those that know me, I'm very big on giving the word. I love the word of God. Um, anyone that knows me outside of the the recording, personally, if any conversation, God is, Jesus Christ is going to come up because it's not just something that I do. Um, temporary is something that I live. And when you have Christ within you and he's in a relationship, you don't have a problem talking about the individual or the situation that you're in a relationship with. And I'm so proud to be a daughter of the king. It's an honor and privilege that God chose me. Um, Beside my title, just me being a child of God, I'm grateful. If God is asking me just to be a servant at the door, I would be honored because he chose me. Um, I'm going to try to go through this message without, you know, getting all emotional because I feel the spirit of God. And when you think where you came from and where you at, it makes you appreciate that God chose you, not man, God. And you start to have more, you start to appreciate that God loves you so much, that much that he chose you. And it's an honor when people, when I come across and I minister to people about the Lord, I'm like, why would you not want to serve God? He's so good. It's not about the money, the material things or the status or your education, but just God. Because God do crazy things, wild things. He will blow your mind if you just allow God to come into your life. So I just give God glory and honor on this morning for standing before you, um, daughters of the king, and the individuals that will hear this message. Amen. So I'm going to read a couple um, a couple of dic- um, definitions of some words that I want to share and, and minister to you all, well and daughters. I have a lot of 
scripture. Yes, I I firmly believe if we are going to be praying, interceding, God loves his word. And I just want to just get that sideboard note. When you're praying and you're interceding, you have to have the word of God to stand on. The enemy is very clever. And if you don't have a word, the God to stand on it, you could be very deceived. And this is why I encourage everyone to read your Bible, not just to read it, but also to study the word of God. Amen. So with that being said, let's get forth into the word. So this morning, the first um, word that I want to share is, um, you know, um, the recording I want to share is, um, can everybody hear me? Because somebody's asking me a question. Um, Can someone text and let me know that they can hear me? Because I just got sidetracked. Okay. Um, Thank you. The first word that I want to share is, um, thank you, is prayer. Prayer is the direct form of communication between yourself and God. I'm going to repeat that again. Prayer is the direct form of communication between you between yourself and God. God tells us to let all of our requests be known to him. He cares about you, so don't be afraid to let him know what you are going through. Repeat that again. He cares about you, so don't be afraid to let him know what you are going through. Yes, I know you'll say, well, why do I have to tell God if you already know what's going on, he still wants you to communicate. When you come into when you come into a relationship with anybody individually, period, beside God, you can't have a relationship with someone that you don't communicate. I know we're living in a time right now; people do different ways, but that's that's taken away from that's separation. That's not communication. That's not coming in connection. So God wants us to still communicate. Even though he may know, he still wants you to communicate about everything. It's a form of dialogue and a monologue. Dialoguing, y'all conversing. God wants to hear. He wants to know how you're feeling. He cares about you. So prayer is very vital for the believers, well and daughters. So it's prayer is a direct form of communication between yourself and God, and God tells us to let all of our requests be known unto him. He cares about you, so don't be afraid to let him know what you're going through. And so that's, I, I, I want to, you know, encourage you all with that. When facing obstacles, it is essence to stay connected with God. And ask God for his help and his guidance. So obstacles. Obstacle is a thing that blocks one way or prevents 
or hinder a progress. Repeat that again. Obstacles is a thing that blocks one way or prevents or hinder a process, progress, I should say. Now, if I wanted to give you a synonym, which is another word, substitute to the main word when it comes to obstacles now, it's a stumble block. That's a, that's a synonym. Um, or a barrier. Okay? So remember, it's an obstacle is a thing that blocks one way or prevents or hinder a progress. So for like example, when you're driving on the highway, you know, you had a plan to go somewhere and now you see a sign it says detour. That's you that's an obstacle. So you have to what? Maneuver to find another way to still get on the road. You know what I mean? Another example would be an obstacle would be different things in your life as you growing in God that's trying to stop you from progressing in God. Amen? The next word that I want to um, bring up is faith. Faith is considered a belief and trust in God based on evidence but without total proof. Mm. I was like, ooh, this is good. Okay. Let me say it again. Faith is considered a belief and trust in God based on evidence but without total proof. So, Another, another, a synonym for that would be confidence. Another thing would be hope and trust. Amen. Then it says, then the scripture for that, if we wanted to put a scripture for it, which is Hebrews 11 and 1. Now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. Repeat that again. Now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. That is faith. The next word that I want to give to you guys is perseverance. Perseverance is to continue the effort to do or achieve Something in spite of difficulties, failures, or opposition. The action or condition or the instance of persevering and steadfast. And that is perseverance. So another, if I had to give you a synonym for perseverance, it would be persistent, resolving, and determination, persistent, resolving, and determination. So I want to repeat it one more time. Prayer, obstacles, faith, perseverance. If there's anything while I continue, keep those four things, three things, three four things in mind. Prayer, opposition, uh, obstacles, 
faith and perseverance. Okay? So the first scripture we're going to go to is John 16. The New King James translation is where I'm coming from, and I'm reading verse 33. Amen? And it says, These things I have spoken to you, that in me you may have peace. In the world will have tribulation, but be of good cheer. I have overcome the world. I'm going to repeat that again. Amen. John 16, New King James Translation, verse 33. These things I have spoken to you, that in me you may have peace. In him, in the world you will have tribulation, but be of good cheer. I have overcome the world. And that is John 16, verse 33. So in this statement, not only is a knowledge of the evidence of the adversities, but also proves a powerful reminder that through faith, Jesus Christ, we too can overcome the challenges we are facing. So I want to stop there. Because Jesus went through it. Every son and daughter of Christ can overcome it. Hallelujah. Because why? Because Jesus went through it. So we should not say, oh, I don't know if I can get through it. I don't know if I can get through it. Oh, oh. Take that lie. Cast it down. Boom. Why? Because the word of God said, John 16, 33. Because what did Jesus say? He overcame the world. You, If Christ is living in you, what Jesus did, you can do. He is an example. We are the product of Jesus because why? We are daughters of the king. I'm going to keep on saying that. We got to change our vocab. We got to continue to believe. We have to walk by faith, not by sight. Now faith is the substance of things hoped for the evidence of things not seen. Hallelujah. Okay, so the so a couple things that I want to say here. The first thing is take a stand for Christ. Take a stand for Christ. So when you start walking your journey and you're going through the process and you're growing in the things of God, obstacles come. But but what you got to continue to say, no matter what course, I am still going to trust God. So you got to take a stand for Christ. Whoever, therefore, shall be ashamed of me and of my word in these adulteries and sinful generation of him, also shall the Son of Man be ashamed when he comes in his glory and his father with the holy angels. So we're going to turn to Mark 8 and 38, New King James. Mark 8, 38. I read it already, but I'm going to read it again. Mark 8, 38. 
It says, Mark 8, 38, New King James, it says, For whoever is ashamed of me and my words in this adulterous and sinful generation of him, the Son of Man also will be ashamed when he comes in the glory of his Father with the holy angels. So what the word says, when it when, when it's in red, that means Jesus talking. It's not Apostle Paul. It's not one of the disciples. It's the Lord. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Read again. Mark eight thirty eight, New King James. For whoever is ashamed of me, yes, Lord, and my word in this adulterous and sinful generation of him, the Son of Man will also be ashamed when he comes in the glory of his Father with the holy angels. Amen? The Bible challenge is sharper, sharply direct to those who, who, while committing to Jesus, at least partial, try to keep it quiet so and not disturb anyone or avoid seemingly all different non-direct. So what it mean, What I'm not trying to say is people are going to have issues with you, well and daughters, when you say, I'm going to be doing for God. You got to still take a stand for God, no matter what. It doesn't matter if it's your husband, it doesn't matter if it's your children, your job, your health issue, nothing. Nothing should come between you and God, point blank. It doesn't matter who it is. Nothing should come between you and God. But Christ is sent upon courage. So we have to know how to take a stand for Christ. That's the first thing. Second thing, resist that evil. So let's go to James 4, verses 7 and 8, New King James translation. By the way, all my scriptures are coming from the New King James. Thank you. Amen. James chapter 4. Verses 7 and 8. It says, Therefore, submit to God, resist the devil, and he will flee from you. Draw near to God, and he will draw near to you. Clean your hands, you sinners, and purify your heart, you double-minded. Amen. I'm going to read it again. James chapter 4, New King James, verses 7 and 8. Therefore, submit to God. Resist the devil, and he will flee from you. Draw near to God, and he will draw near to you. Clean your hands, you sinner, and purify your hearts, you double-minded. Amen? Cleaning yourself from evil, humbly admitting your faults, asking God for strength, and he will lift you up. Get close to God, and God will get close to you, very close to you. So, once again, when we're walking with the Lord and we're growing in our process with him, we have to resist things. 
And I say this to a lot of people because I minister, I speak to people constantly all the time. When you get saved, it's a process. You have to die to your old self. You know what I mean? When you're not in the presence of God, you're not safe because you still have a natural man. You have a natural man and you have your spiritual man. You got you to gotta constantly say, which side am I going to lean on? Yes, you are saved, but you have to work out your salvation. Like the word of God says in Philippians chapter 2, you got to work it, work it. You got to keep on it. You got to continue to say, no, I know I can lay this person out, but I'm not going to do that. I'm going to do what God said. I know they were wrong, but I'm still going to still love them anyhow. We can't, we can't go to our old sinful nature, irregardless if the individual is right or wrong. What is Jesus telling you to do. You know God ain't going to tell you to curse the person out. You know God ain't going to tell you treat them bad. That ain't God. You got to continue to stay in God. You can't do it yourself. It's a daily process. Sometimes it's not even daily. It's every second, every minute, every hour. You have to be intentional to say, I'm going to stay in God no matter what because I know what God said. People may leave. People may come. People may try to antagonize and torment you. You have to say, no matter what, I'm still going to trust God no matter what. Then what happens? Then the enemy has to flee because you're not giving no space for him to come in. Amen? You got to resist it. A next point, do good works. Let's go to Galatians 6 and 9. Galatians 6 and 9. New King James, Galatians 6 and 9. It says, let us not grow weary while doing good, for in due season we shall reap if we do not lose heart. We say it again. And let us not grow weary while doing good, for in due season we shall reap if we do not lose heart. Amen? It's not always easy to be loving in the face of ingratitude, to be generous when confronted by greed, and to do good works while surrounded by selfishness. But, 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 stay with your work, work while activities and great blessings shall be yours. If you stay in God, if you stay in God, amen, next point, pray with confidence, pray with confidence, 
First John chapter five. First John chapter five, verse fourteen and fifteen, New King James. First John chapter five, verse fourteen and fifteen. It says, New King James, now this is the confidence that we have in him, that if we ask anything, anything, anything according to his will, huh, who will? His will, he hear us. And if we know that he hear us, Whatever we ask, we know that we have the petition that we we have asked of him. Repeat that again. First John chapter five, New King James, fourteen and fifteen. Now this is the confidence that we have in him, that if we ask anything according to his will, he hear us, and if we know that he hear us. Whatever we ask, we know that we have the petition that we have asked of him. Mm, that is very good. Mm. You can have complete confidence in the Lord and his promises. God does not always, God does always answer sincerely prayers. He answered them in three ways. Yes, no, wait a while. Every answer, whatever it may be, is for our good. It's for our good. Our Father knows us best, for the daughters of the king. Our Father knows us best. So it's three answers, yes, no, wait a while. Every answer, whatever it may be, is good for us. It's good for us. Amen? The next point, commit your life to God. Ooh, ooh, you hear that word? Mm. Commit yourself to God. Commit your life to God. Mm. My God, Jesus. Let's go to Second Chronicles. A lot of people love this scripture. Second Chronicles, chapter 7, verse 14, New King James. New King James, hallelujah. Second Chronicles, mm. chapter 7, verse 14. Mm. I love your word, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. If my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and pray and seek my faith, and turn from their wicked ways, then I will hear from heaven and will forgive their sins and heal their land. Amen. Read that again. Second Chronicles chapter 7, New King James Translation, verse 14. If my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and pray and seek my faith, and turn from their wicked ways, then I will hear from heaven and will forgive their sins and heal their land. Amen. 
committing yourself to life to God. Committing yourself to life to God. The fear of the world tragedy is deep in men's heart. The lurking in the dark shadows of imprinting nuclear wars in mankind, barring underground animal protection, and so on, that goes on all around the world. Starts with the men, which is man, me, woman, and man, heart. This is why God is really big about us with our hearts. This is why when we come before God and we praise him, we want to repent because our hearts, you know, can be very wicked. Like Jeremiah says in um, 17 verse 9, amen. He is our hope. Jesus is our hope. As individuals, we must commit our lives to God and claim our parts in the promise of mankind's salvation. So this is why we have to turn away from our wicked ways. And I know everybody's going to say, oh, why she said that? We all got wicked ways, all of us. None of us who's hearing this message under the sound of my voice are going to hear this recording. All of us have wicked ways. This is why we have to repent. This is why we have to ask God to continue to clean us and change us constantly. The Bible says in Romans 3.23, we all fall short of the glory of God. None of us, while we still on earth, have arrived. But thank God for the grace and mercy that he keeps us time after time. Jesus Christ is very, very, very patient with us. And we, as a body of Christ, need to be patient with each other. If Jesus Christ was like us, we would not be here. But thanks be to God for the Father that we have. Amen? The last point. Accepting God's promise. Praise the Lord. Romans 8, 38 and 39. Amen? Romans 8, 38 and 39. It says, New King James Translation, it says, For I am pursued there neither death nor life, neither angels nor principality nor powers, nor things present nor things to come, nor height or death, nor any, nor any other created thing shall be able to separate us from the love of God, which is in Christ Jesus our Lord. Nothing, nothing, nothing in all creation can separate us from the love of God. This promise closed us against your heart. Never forget it. Keep it close to your heart. 
Never forget that. Nothing. Keep close. Keep Christ close. Let God help you with floating through the things of life. Now, here's my title. And for the time's sake, there's other stories that I would like you guys in the time you get a chance to leave your time to read. My title this morning is Praying Through Obstacles. Subtitle is it is about persevering through the process. Persevering through through the process. It's persevering through the process. Is the subtitle. The title, the subtitle, the title is again praying through obstacle. Praying through the obstacle. And the subject is it's about persevering through the process. And I know it sounds a little that's how he gave it to me. Keywords, prayer, obstacle, faith, and perseverance. For us to pray through obstacle, you must have faith. Anything you do with God, matter of fact, walking with the Lord, you have to have faith. No faith, can't do it. You have to persevere. <clears throat> Praying through means wrestling with God as Jacob did until break of day. If it's necessary, even if it leaves you with a limp, get a chance in your leisure time. Genesis 32, the, chapter, the verses of that story is 22 to 32. It may sometimes make me saying to God, I will not let you go unless you bless me. Genesis 32, verse 26. That's praying through. It also, another point, it means pressing through whatever obstacle and petition, just like the woman did with the issue of blood. Matthew 9, 20 and 22. Mark 5, 25 to 34. Luke 8, 43 and 48. That story about the woman that pressed her way through different obstacles to get what she needed from Jesus. Another story, praying through, it means praying and praying again and yet again, as Jesus did in the Garden of Gethsemane in Matthew 26, verses 36 and 46. Praying through just like Apostle Paul did, seeking deliverance for the thorn in his flesh. Second Corinthians chapter 12, verses 7 through 9. It is required of you to having faith to persevere through the obstacle while you are praying. Trusting God through it all. Second Second Corinthians 5 and 7 says, We, for we walk by faith, not by sight. In closing, guess what, well and daughters? We have to keep on persevering in the midst of the interceding. We have to keep on persevering 
no matter what obstacle. It may be your children. It may be your marriage. It may be your health. It may be your finance. It may be yourself. You have to keep on pressing through these obstacles. You have to be anchored in God. You have to not be unmovable, unshakable, and abound and trust in God through the process. God said he will never leave us or forsake us. And last time I recall, he's still standing with you today. You can't do it. You can't do it. You can't do it. You can't do it. You have to trust God through it no matter what. So I say again, praying through the obstacles. I know some of us right now may be going through, coming out, getting ready to go through, but you can. Those obstacles, yeah, kind of my mean that you're getting closer to God. Keep on going. I don't care. They have a detour and you go. You may slow down for a little bit. Turn around the corner, God. Find it. Keep on going. Don't stop. Don't stop. God has a sign and appointed angels for every person. Warn angels and minister angels. That's right by you when you're going through. Hold on to the promises of God. Keep on pressing. Don't give up. You're too close. You're too far in God to turn back. Amen. Thank you all. Praying through the obstacle. It's about persevering through the process. Amen. May God bless you. Apostle Joanne and Steve Hall. May God bless you all. Thank you.